0: Welcome to The Pulse Podcast, I'm Amelia Sullivan. This podcast series expands on notable articles originally published at APTA's Pulse blog for PT and PTA students, so they can reach a wider audience. The subject of today's episode is failure. It's a topic PT student Robin Culbertson explored for The Pulse blog, and that PTA, Key Pack, spoke about at National Student Conclave 2018. From failing out of PT school the first time around, to placing last in a triathlon. Robin and Key share their stories of failure and how they learn from them, growing stronger, rather than letting failure define them. Here's our conversation with Robin and Key. Robin, we're here at NSC 2018, and it's been about one year since you wrote your blog article on the topic of failure. Just a little context for listeners. You ran for APTA Student Assembly Board of Directors in 2017 and was not elected. But then you became the student liaison for PT Now. So you remained engaged and involved despite not reaching your original goal, right? So in your blog post on failure, you told us about this experience as well as a few others. So can you tell listeners a little bit about those?
1: Kind of the impetus for the article was that a lot of us were sitting around after we found out that we didn't win, and there was a lot of, um, a lot of people who were upset, genuinely upset about it, and um, I was just thinking about kind of trying to be the mom, because I'm a lot older than a lot, of, a lot of them were, just trying to kind of make them feel better about the situation, how it's got the end of the world, and so it's something I had not really talked to anybody about up until this point um, that I failed anatomy in my first year of PT school and I had to sit out for a year and then start all over again and that was a hard thing for me to take as an older student just knowing that well feeling like I should have been able to pass um, but just to struggle so hard with it not pass but made a good enough impression on my faculty that they invited me back they they 100% encouraged me to come back and try it again and then I ended up making an A the second time so it was great um, then I stopped to say that I didn't struggle in some other classes after that but That taught me some ways to kind of get the help that I needed uh, to ask for help, to not try to, you know, kind of silently make my way through and try to figure it out on my own. I got a lot better at immediately saying, okay, I don't understand this, going to my faculty, going to my classmates, asking for their help and figuring things out. So I got a lot of, um, just a lot of support by being vulnerable and being vulnerable was something that... Up until that point I've really not been very good at doing. And admittedly this profession is made up
0: of a lot of perfectionists, right? A lot of people in this profession don't fail often if ever. So what was it like to fail whether you're thinking about anatomy, running for the student board of directors, or in your blog post you talked about failing at running as a sport. What were you thinking or feeling and how
1: did you react in all those instances? So by the time I realized that I was going to fail, I knew it was coming because I had been—I um, had been keeping track of my grades in a spreadsheet, so I knew I knew it was coming, um, and it just had it reached a point where there wasn't anything I could do about it. So I—I I had kind of accepted it, um, but it still was like, oh my God, there's all this money that I've wasted. Um, I'm going back to school at a midlife career thing. It's like, should I have decided to do something else? I questioned it. Luckily, my husband was very supportive. He said, I think you should try again. He didn't say you should go ahead and give up and try to find another job. He was very supportive of it um, and always has been, which is great. Um, One other instance where I failed and it led to great things was um, my very first triathlon that I did. I came in last uh, and I came in so last that they had pulled up the finish line by the time I got to the end. So there's no photo of me crossing the finish line except for what my mom took. Nobody said my name when I came across the finish line. But I was so excited because I had pretty much coached myself through the whole thing and I was so excited that I had done it that I really got into triathlons. I did a half Ironman, two half Ironmans at this point, and I became a triathlon coach. And triathlon coaching was kind of what led me to PT school in the first place because a lot of my clients were getting injured all the time and I was like, Okay, maybe this is a good kind of second career field for me because um, I had just reached a point in my previous career field where I was ready to make a change. Uh, So that kind of led me to physical therapy. So I don't know, maybe I took some of the stuff that I learned failing in triathlon and just kind of thought, well, okay, it's not the end of the world to fail. You can always try again. Um, And that was the good part about my faculty inviting me to come back and the support I had of my family and my husband was that I knew I could try again. And I knew this time that I had the tools in my toolbox in order to, to be successful.
0: So let's not just look at failure in that stereotypical way. It's not just you got an F on something or you came in last place. We know a lot of students, for example, struggle with imposter syndrome or burnout. Or you know, you didn't get into the school that you wanted. All of those things can be considered failing in a way. So in your opinion, what do those experiences do for a person in you know,
1: thinking about character and outlook? So I found it to be kind of freeing to be able to take the stress of being a perfectionist off myself. Um, and so one of the things that I did when I realized, all right, I'm not going to be the straight-A student with the 4.0 GPA in PT school, but what I can do is I can get involved. And that's what I did, and that's why I decided to run for um, a board position. And even then, even though I didn't get that board position, I still felt like I made so many great friends here, and people were pulling for me, and they wanted good things for me, that when I applied for the liaison position, I was able to get that. And here I am at NSC. I'm the only student physical therapist giving an educational session. So I've done it. Already done one this morning, which I think went well, and I got one more this afternoon. And I'm manning the PT now booth. So I don't know. It's just you don't always get what you want, but it doesn't. Maybe that's not what you were meant to get in the first place. Maybe there's something better for you down the line, or you know, maybe if not better, different is always good. So. Okay, Robin. Last thing.
0: What are your words of wisdom for the student who's in the midst of failure? Let's
1: give them the best pep talk. Don't give up. Um, failure's is not always the end. I think my article said failure is a bruise, not a tattoo. Um, it's not a permanent mark on you. It's going to pass. You're going to be able to get past it, and then something else is going to be waiting for you right around the corner. And d- so, don't dwell on it. Ask for as much help as you need. Um, it may not be enough, but like I said, you know, there'll be some- There's something else around the corner waiting for you that may be different, but will still be great. And now for a quick break. Whether you're mapping out your long-term financial strategy or want to explore student loan refinancing, APTA's Financial Solutions Center is there to help. APTA is committed to providing helpful tools and information to help you make the best financial decisions possible. Learn more at apta.org financialsolutions financial solutions. Now let's return to the show.
0: So Key, last night here at NSC 2018, you gave an Ignite Talk. This is a quick TED Talk-like presentation on any topic. You gave yours on your experience with failure. Tell us a little bit about it.
2: It's about how failure is necessary for success, uh, because sometimes we get so engrossed in succeeding, you know, getting your grades in school, then when you get into graduate school, or even in your PTA program, it's sometimes it hits you hard that when you hit that first practical or that first exam and you don't do very well, or even when you do well and you go out in your clinicals and you mess up that first time, it's kind of eye-opening, uh, and a lot of us just aren't ready for that, um, because I think sometimes we have uh, more of a perfectionist uh, mentality in our profession, and we don't know how to handle failure very well, so I want, really wanted to touch on that, and I've had a lot of failure, so I, can, I feel like I'm well-versed to speak on that, so I kind of talked about that last night, and um, the major thing was just... You know, just keep pushing through it. You know, you're going to get uh, knocked down. Uh, one of the famous Rocky quotes, and I had it in uh, one of my slides in my presentation. And, uh, you know, you're going to get knocked down, but it's, you just got to keep going, getting back up. And life is, life is not easy, you know, uh, especially when you get out there and treating patients on your own. You're not going to have that CI looking over your shoulder, double checking. You're make, making sure you're doing the right thing. So it's pretty much the onus is on you.
0: So in your talk, you gave quite a few anecdotes, some of which were pretty funny. Can you tell us some of them?
2: It's been definitely a, a journey. Uh, it's not been a very uh, straightforward one at all. I uh, worked as a window washer um, and I kind of talk about how um, I did that for, for quite a while even though I was scared of heights you know just getting outside your comfort zone uh, unwillingly in that particular position but um, I also talk about being a server in a, a, a hibachi restaurant and how on my second day of working there my manager f- kind of forced me to go out on my own and serve surf, surf tables, and I kind of needed the money, so I, I agreed, and um, how it kind of went downhill from there, it just not got. It didn't get any better, um, I messed up a uh, drink order at first, uh, these two ladies ordered a Mai Tai and uh, a mimosa, and uh, they immediately knew that it was the wrong one, they both took a sip, and uh, I, I said, oh, I'm so sorry about that, and I grabbed each one, I just switched it up. And they looked at me like I was an idiot, and uh, I was so nervous I just didn't know what to do. So it just got worse from there. And then I talk about how there was this father and his two, two-year-old 2 son sitting at my table, and he's sitting in a high chair, and I uh, give him a glass cup. The dad asked about it, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to give him a kid's cup. We had, you know, they had styrofoam cups there. So I'm putting, I put the cup on a tray, and I never held a tray before because it was my second day. And as I'm going back, I grab the glass cup first, and I'm leaning forward to place the kid's cup down. But I lean too far forward, I spill the cup, and I I spill the water all over the dad and all over the son. And then I'm using the napkins to kind of clean it up, and I'm, you know, trying to act like everything's okay. And I put my tray down, I turn to my left, and I stick my elbow out. And then out of nowhere, I just hit the kid in the back of the head, and I knock him out of the high chair. And I act like everything's okay because I felt like that was the only way to react. And I picked the kid up. I whispered, you know, everything's okay. I put him back in his chair. And the dad's just, like, shocked, looking at me like, what just happened? And then I tell him quickly, I was like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to get this cleaned up. And I go in the back, and I think to myself, you know, that was one of the themes of, you know, do I quit? I feel like nobody would blame me at that point. So... Um, I kind of ponder it for just a little bit, and it's Friday night, super busy, and, you know, I think, you know, no, I can't quit, because, you know, what if something else in the future, I I quit at just because it got hard. You can't quit when things get tough, because it only gets easier from there, you don't want to live as a quitter, so I go back out there, act like everything's okay, and I continue on with the dinner services, I'm cleaning it back up, the dad comes up to me, and he he wants to talk to me, and I thought he was going to fight me, honestly, so um no he comes up to me and he has a little chat and he says you know that was that was that was insane like that was really messed up um I can't believe just like knocked my kid out like that and I'm waiting for him to like throw a punch but it never came and I was just in shock like oh wow this guy's actually come up to me and, and calmly like talked to me like I didn't just like knock his kid out and he says you know how long have you been server I said well today's my second day he said second day here or i said no second day like here second day like ever he says wow like you handled that like a pro I said if, you know if you don't stick with serving whatever you do in life then you're gonna be very successful at because you just handled that like a champ i don't know if you felt like that inside but it definitely showed on the ex- outside the exterior that you, you just knew what you were doing and he left me a 20 percent tip and uh you, you, my biggest thing my biggest takeaway was you know don't ever ever hit a baby, it never, never turns out well, so, so yeah.
0: Something we both know is that PTs, PTAs, and students are all high achievers, and failure isn't part of the vocabulary. But after listening to your talk about experience with failure, what do you think it's taught you? And in the context of PT and PTA school, how does one navigate through the inevitable encounters with failure?
2: I think it's definitely very humbling, but it's also, you know, I feel very optimistic about it because when I think about everybody that's, you know, I'm not the only one that's ever been there. There have been many, many other people before me that have been in that same position. One of my, uh, my clinic director currently, he's a great PT and he talks about, you know, he he was a horrible clinician when he first started out, but he became better because he, he made those mistakes because he, you know, he acknowledged them. He was aware of those, you know, those deficiencies in his clinical skills and his clinical reasoning and the stupid things that he's done. But that's what's made him such an amazing clinician today. And so it's nice to know that you know, we're not always going to know what to do in every single situation. Um, but it's kind of the, the great part about it because that means that you know, not every day is going to be different. You know, you're only going to get better from, from that point. So it's definitely a very, very, very awesome journey. So.
0: Last question. What's your advice for the student who is in the midst of failure, questioning everything and feeling really uncertain?
2: I would say don't give up. It only gets better. Acknowledge your mistakes. And, you know, some of the best clinicians were not very good in school. You know, they didn't do very well. They were C+. Uh, or C average student, even the greatest businessmen in the entire you know, history have been C average students. You know, your grades don't always indicate that you're going to be a great clinician because, you know, above all else, even if you don't get this, you know, the right technique or, you know, have, you know, all these advanced manual skills or know all, every single therax in the book or all these different evaluative uh, uh, kind of uh, components or, or skills, you know, at just connect with your patient. Um, make sure that your patient likes you because even if you do, you know, the most basic of things, you know, they'll get better as long as they like you. So if anything, at least develop that, develop a relationship with your patients, and only you're only going to get better from there.
0: To read Robin's original blog post, Failure is a Bruise, Not a Tattoo, Keep Going, visit the Pulse blog at apta.org slash pulse. APTA podcasts like this one are available on iTunes and Google Play or visit APTA.org slash podcasts. I'm Amelia Sullivan. Thanks for listening.